0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode one of No Interruption with Ethan and Devin. My name is Ethan.
1: My name is Devin.
0: She's my wife. We're both 26. We have been together for eight years, nine years, nine years, nine years. Married for three. Uh, we have a eight month old son. Of the
1: stinkiest dogs. Crazy. Yeah. yeah, we
0: have two. Yeah, two very stinky dogs: a pit bull and then a boxer mix, and they're very stinky, very messy. Um, but I love them
1: and we're just living life and we've decided to do a podcast because we talk too much and we talk all the time about you know, everything we, we talk all the
0: time about all different kinds everything. of topics and we've been saying for like probably 2 years now that we should do a podcast we should do a podcast but i never actually set it in motion so the last like couple of weeks we've been actually it's been like the new year like once the new year came around i'm like you know what i'm going to i'm going like to buy some microphones and we're going to actually like start the podcast and do it, and see what happens. Maybe it turns into something.
1: And it's um, actually been pretty difficult to get started to just get everything set up, to well, find yeah, the time. It's,
0: well, it's weird, like it's easy talking one-on-one with you about different things, but whenever you're having to like do it for like an audience or something,
1: See, it's that's not even it to me because I don't even pay attention to my microphone. Like eventually
0: it'll become more natural and more natural. It's taken like five times just for me to do the intro because I just like, I wanna make sure I do it nice and it flows well. But I just get nervous, so I've like, probably redone it like five times. But
1: Yeah, and so and also that's kind of the name, No Interruption. It's kind of oh, yeah. a little clever thing because when me and Ethan are talking, it's basically just us interrupting each other over and over again and yep. somehow having a nice conversation Big at facts. the end of it. So And
0: also, it's kind of funny that it's called No Interruption because this is actually our third attempt at making our first episode because the first two times we got interrupted – well, not interrupted, but our son, we do this. We try to do this on our son's nap, and he sleeps like forty minutes to an hour. So, that's about how long we have—is forty minutes <laughs> to an hour. But the first two times it got kind of messed up, so we just said, "Like, let's just wait." Hey, that's real life. Yeah, that, that's that is real that's life. Real life. Let's just wait, try it again, and here we are. So, as far as what this talk, this podcast is going to be talking about, we don't really have like a specific audience or specific like demographic or topic that we're gonna be talking about. It's not sports, it's not news. Actually, it's just a little bit yeah, of everything. It's everything. So it's, it's, it's so it's gonna be sports politics, news.
1: sports, parenting, um yeah, parenting. our experiences in life, our family, just everything. Whatever is on our
0: mind. Yep, and then maybe once we get more into it and we do more episodes and have like at least a few like family and friends that listen to it. If they listen to it, if they like it, they can like give us suggestions to talk about. But just starting off, like just wanted to introduce ourselves um, who we are, like our background. We're both from Texas. I'm in the military. Devin's a senior in college. Um, we live in North Carolina. Like I said, we have one child. We're just kind of like doing our life. Like my, We're kind of just
1: bringing you into yeah. our regular day conversations because we do this all the time. Me and Ethan, we enjoy talking about everything. We agree on a lot. We disagree on a lot as well.
0: We disagree on hella.
1: Um, so, yeah, just... People like listening to podcasts. We love listening to podcasts.
0: Oh, also music, TV.
1: Those are more topics. But yeah, yeah. Are, yeah. I mean,
0: literally, it's gonna be like I don't know if it's gonna be a weekly thing or maybe a couple times of like, a week. I mean, but yeah, like eventually we'll get a proper format. And
1: it's definitely gonna get more organized as yeah, we go like forward. Right this is our first real time, time doing, doing anything it, yeah. like this. So yeah, so
0: Anyways. probably over the next like hopefully three or four episodes from now we kind of have like a format. And something that's a little bit more organized, but for right now,
1: bear with us. Um,
0: we have yeah, we got some topics, and let's see what our first first topic is.
1: So the first thing <laughs> is obvious. I mean, today is what January eighteenth. Um, Joe Biden, he's getting inaugurated in two days. Yep. Um, but this isn't a normal inauguration. Nope. I mean, tensions are high. We just had the you know. The raid at the Capitol. We've had Trump. That's crazy, and we we probably should
0: talk about that because so the first two times that we tried to record this, we did talk about that, but that was like when it was very very fresh. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, the whole thing is crazy. I mean, I've never seen anything like this before. I mean, i I don't know how many presidential inaugurations I've lived through, but I'm you know, this is this is unheard of. I mean. We have No, not even
0: the inauguration, what happened at the Capitol. Yeah, like, but what's
1: happening, what happened at the Capitol is has played an effect on our inauguration. And so the whole thing, in my opinion, is just crazy. Everybody's called it what it is. It's, well, it's crazy because, look,
0: so this is from bbc.com. Biden inauguration rehearsal paused amid U.S. Capitol lockdown. It's so, like, look at the Capitol, man. Look at these fences. They have, I know. Like,
1: I mean, when that happened, I was just really in shock because it was... It was an attack on our democracy. I mean, that's what it is. I think.
0: See, the craziest thing is that yes, it was an attack, but like, they really were let in. So, to, from what yeah. I've seen, and like, and, okay, that's another thing I want to state at the very first episode. I don't know all the facts. I'm just gonna say what I think I know. Yeah. And until I have like a bigger platform, then I'll be like more responsible for. Right- but for right now, like I'm only. Gonna I disagree, go off the way though. I,
1: I don't think. Th- I mean, I think that there were some people who. First of all, you have to think of the situation they're in. You have a crowd of angry people here, and you're one police officer, maybe two police officers, against all these people. You don't have the backup that you need, and so that's kind of a situation of, do I? Yeah, I agree. But I mean, you well, do I, kind of make an over. I see, both, oath sides. To I see both sides. I see both sides
0: because if I'm the police officer, and maybe there's three of us that are like right there together, going against a crowd of seventy-five people that are willing to, you know, rush down whatever door that we're guarding. I might I don't know maybe I'd be a bad cop but I I would just I might let him in too but also on the same side or on the other side I can see like
1: I mean there were officers in, yeah. there was officers like you know the one who died the Brian Sicknick Yeah
0: R.I.P. Brian R.I.P. to officer Brian D Sicknick that's ridiculous and that's a that's
1: I mean he he did he he yeah. he he was beat to death I his mean he family, died from bro. his like, I know yeah to like I mean, and have to
0: see this on the news. What's kind of been
1: the craziest part about that whole thing is, is just I'm not saying the support.
0: This is so crazy to me. But I there's
1: people who think what happened is okay, or instead of saying instead of condemning what happened, they yeah. go back to well, what about this? What about that? Well, and that's it's like, another thing. We're <laughs> not talking about what happened here or what happened there. I understand you want to keep things fa- you know fair and equal, but we're not talking about what happened. You know, whether you think these protests should be receiving the same – cut? that's old news. What we're talking about right now is we had a group of people raid the Capitol, kill a Capitol police officer, and that's wrong regardless of what side and you're on. And people
0: got trampled. Yeah. Or I know for sure at least one woman got trampled. And then so this is another thing. This woman right here, she's she lives in Frisco. She's a real estate agent. I saw this on the news. Jenny – or Jennifer Lee Ryan, also known as Jenna Ryan – Surrendered and was taken into custody. So basically, she was there. She was in the Capitol. There's pictures of her uh, entering the building and taking pictures. There she is, right there. Uh, just she was a, a part of this insurrection. Like yeah. she was a part of the breach. She was like a legitimate part of it. She wasn't outside with just a sign. Like she was legitimately a part uh-huh. of the raiding of the Capitol. And uh, the news went to her house after she got out of, I guess, custody from the FBI. Yeah. It shows, like, the kind of, like, mindset a lot of these people have. The privilege.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because
0: she's, like, she's dumbfounded that she's in big trouble.
1: I know. And a lot of them are. They couldn't she, and she's, believe and it. And she's,
0: like, openly, like, reaching out to President Trump. Or not reaching out to him. But Yeah,
1: I saw that. But she's,
0: she's like, saying on the news, like,
1: like to be, I think um, he should pardon pardoned. us. Yeah. We were just
0: listening to him. Like, he gave us orders. Like, we were just listening to him. And that's, oh. like, yeah, I know that people are saying that. And that's the craziest thing to me is these people are, like, so delusional and they've been so brainwashed.
1: And I want to also just really fast state, Ethan and I do not consider ourselves Democrats and we do not consider ourselves Republicans. No, we I'm are completely independent. We we will vote for a Republican and a Democrat on the same ballot. Like we yeah, go strictly off of And
0: independent and libertarian. Yeah,
1: and every, so I whatever. mean, whatever.
0: If I like the candidate, that's right and, right and for.
1: wrong is wrong. And yeah. this is it's shocking that so many people still think that what happened is okay because I've never this registered is as wrong. a
0: Democrat. I've never registered as a Republican. Yeah. I've never registered as I don't think any political party. I've never donated any money to any political party or any political candidate.
1: That's I, a, and also I, I want to play I off I watch the that. news.
0: I hear people speak. Have, and I make I, my opinions based off that.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: So yeah. Sorry about that. The UPS man came. A little came, bit of an interruption. Dumbass dog started barking, and then Liam woke up from his nap. So now we have Liam with us. So
1: say hi, Liam. <laughs> yep, that's Liam.
0: That was not Liam. Um,
1: basically, what I was getting to is yeah. Let's wrap it up. Politicians shouldn't be idolized. I think that's kind of led us to where we are now. Yeah. And I hope we can get back to politicians working for us. Yep. And us not making them rock stars.
0: Yeah, politicians are not rock stars. They are public servants. Good luck to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris on their inauguration day. Hopefully it goes smooth. And hopefully he's a good president. Devin wanted to talk about teaching children financial literacy. Well, just so,
1: in general, becoming a parent, I like... Thought a lot about my own childhood and Mm -hmm. the way that I was raised, and like things that you know that my mom did well, and things that I think that she could have done a better job on. And one of those things that I think a lot of parents, actually, just from like people I've spoken with, don't do is they don't teach their children like financial responsibility. Um, So I want to do things that can set my child up to be in a financially good place when he leaves my home. So, I mean, just things such as like, you know, I've, I've recently read that, you know, if you have good credit, you can put your child as an, an authorized user for your credit card um, so that that helps build their credit. Um, just teaching him about credit and loans. Also, want, you know, if he, let's say he wants to get a job at 16, maybe start putting some money towards a Roth IRA for him at that age um, and teaching him to do the same so that, just teaching him financial things that I'm not, you know, that I hadn't learned or, you know, I'm still learning at 26 years old and I think, you know, if at 18 I knew the things that I know now I could have financially been in a better place sooner in life. If I had learned at 16 that I could start putting into a Roth IRA, I promise you my Roth IRA would have a lot more money in it than it does now.
0: Yeah, or, like, and not even a Roth IRA or anything, you know, like a legitimate, f- like, fund like that, but just, like, saving. Yeah. Like, like, saving money. Like, if I get $100 for my birthday, let me put away 20 Yeah. And just, like, save it.
1: I mean, even from a young age, because, you know, birthday, you know, he's going to be two years old. I guarantee somebody's going to give him, well, maybe not at two, but at once certain ages they're going to start getting cash for their birthdays and maybe saying, "Hey, we'll put this in, you know, this will be strictly for our savings that we can save for like toys that you may want later and you can spend, you know, have this money. You know, maybe even like I've seen things on Pinterest where you can buy like a kid's wallet that you keep, you know, yourself so that they I don't know, just teaching financial literacy, like yeah. teaching them how to be But also
0: letting them make their own decisions with their money.
1: Exactly. Like, like I don't want to be the one that forces your kid, yeah.
0: "Hey, give me like give me your money so I can save it.
1: Just like teaching them boy. about it. Like saying, hey, would you like to maybe say, you know, I know you want this big toy. Yeah. Would you like to put this money toward, you know, a little bit of it towards getting that toy eventually here?
0: And then also, I don't think it's a bad idea to like once your kid's 13 or 14, start letting them save up for their first car, not as in they're like making the purchase fully by themselves, but save up like 500 to a thousand dollars, like save up a good amount of money to a kid. So that way, it's it's like it's responsible. Like that's like an adult thing to do. And like if you don't have, I mean, my
1: first two cars I bought from working. Exactly. And and I'm not saying. I mean, for I want to do. I want my child to have a better life than I had. And so I want to help my kid get a nice car. But let's teach them that you know things aren't given to you for free, and you have to you know earn them. And I'm if my kid doesn't want to work, if my kid wants to focus on school and sports, that's fine too. Because I feel like also. You know, my childhood might have been cut short because of how hard I had to work. Yeah,
0: and so I want my kid was. to be a
1: kid for as long as possible because, in the grand scheme of things, we're only kids for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, once you, you start and, working and living and, life, yep. it doesn't stop until the and end. And once
0: you stop being a kid and you start being an adult, like there's, you can never go back. Like you yeah. can never go back to being a kid. So yeah. the biggest thing I want to like instill in Liam is you have to work for everything you get, and not meaning I'm gonna make him like. Mow the yard so he can go hang out with his friends. I just mean because I want to give him like a good life. I want to buy him nice things. But also at the same time, I want him to understand that the reason, like, you have this house, the reason, like, why we have like these vacations or whatever nice things it is, is because, like, I work and your mom works and we both work hard and we're responsible with our money, which allows us to have these nice things.
1: Another thing that I was thinking is I'm not going to give my kid the stress of like, let's say Ethan and I are stressed about money. I'm not going to ever put that stress on my child, but yeah. I also believe there's some good that comes from being honest. Let's, so let's say, I mean, like I don't want my kid to think mm, my parents are endless money banks. And that if I need, you know, I can go to them and I can get it right away. I want yeah. them to understand, you know, a part of that, a part of responsibility and financial, you know, he doesn't need to know, Oh, you know, maybe we're struggling this month or something, but he does need to know, Oh, well, yeah, I know that you, I gave you a hundred bucks for this last month, but you don't just get a hundred bucks every month. Like we're working and we're saving money and we have finances too. And when we give to you, we're giving to you because that's a financially response. And it all just goes into teaching him financial responsibility. Yeah,
0: I just don't want my kid to get into like his 19, 20, 21, like, you know, lower twenties. And struggle when he doesn't have to just because he...
1: No, he'll always... I want that to be very clear to him. If you are struggling, we are not here to judge you. We are not here to put you down for that. No, no, no. Ask us for help and we'll help you. That's
0: fine. I've definitely been there. I'm saying struggling because financial... Oh, we did it, financial, Yeah. Like, not struggling because he... And he can't do anything about it. I'm talking about struggling because he he has a good job. Things he should have
1: been taught. Yeah, he has a good job, but he's
0: blowing all of his money before he even gets his next paycheck. Yeah. That, that's what I mean, because I've done that before. I've, yeah. I've, when I was like living with my parents.
1: Even, you know, I mean, even when me and Ethan, we moved in together at 19 years old.
0: Even before that, I was like 19 living with my parents and working, working with my parents too, making probably like $800 every two weeks, which was like a million dollars to me. Cause I, that was my first like real job. And I had no bills. I lived with my parents, my car was paid off. I didn't pay my phone bill. I literally had no bills at all. Yeah. But I still found a way to spend $800 every two weeks.
1: And what do you have to show for it? Literally nothing. Yeah. I have nothing to
0: show for it. I got a credit card that I ran up $500 on. Like, this is all, like, this is what, seven years ago?
1: Yeah.
0: So it's all done now. I
1: mean, you live and you learn. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah you live and you learn. Because, yeah. like, going through that experience and realizing how, how important it is to save money when you have money to save, mm-hmm. that's that's like the biggest like lesson I could learn because whenever you're getting a lot of money and you're just spending it just as fast as you're getting it or faster than you're getting it and then you look back and you're like damn I could be ten thousand dollars richer right now if I just would have been smart or known how to be smart Mm -hmm. but yeah
1: it's important and me and Ethan were just talking about this the other day um you know people say money doesn't make the world go around but what was the saying you said, Ethan? Like so, when you're poor, all you yeah, can think about is getting money. Yeah,
0: so the thing is, you know, people always say money isn't the most important thing yeah. or whatever, which I agree with That is definitely not. But whenever you have money, you have the luxury of being able to have a lot more problems, family problems, work problems, health problems, whatever problems. But whenever you don't have money and you are poor, money is the only problem. Yeah. The money problem always comes first. The money problem always comes before your family it comes before your work. It come, like The money problems are the only problem.
1: Yeah. And that kind of goes in with like, I, I, I'm I like a really big believer that the biggest problem we have in America is poverty. I think poverty it leads to a lot of the issues that we have.
0: Yeah. And just the breakdown of the family. Yeah. But we'll talk about that another day.
1: Yeah. When it comes to my child, one of the biggest things I want to teach him is financial literacy. I have a lot of things. I want to teach my child how to be kind and yeah. and loving and a hard worker, but... In the long run, financial literacy will be one of the biggest lessons yeah, that I can that's teach. That's like
0: one of the most valuable things you can learn from an early age. Because if you can set yourself up when you're young and you're not married and you don't have kids, but you're still making good money, and you can find a way to save that money for the long term, you will just be so set up when you're older. Yeah.
1: Okay, moving on to the NFL playoffs. Last week, we had Kansas City beat um, the Browns. Buffalo beat the Ravens. In the NFC, we had the Packers. They beat the Rams. And Tampa Bay beat New Orleans. So
0: so for the AFC championship, we have Buffalo at Kansas City. And then for the NFC championship, we have... Uh, Tampa Bay at Green Bay. Yeah. All right, so let's let's start with the AFC. What are you
1: calling? I want to know right now. What are you saying? Who are you saying? At the Super Bowl? Super Bowl. And who's going to win it?
0: I'm going to go. I think the Super Bowl is going to be Buffalo. Wow. At Green Bay. Buffalo versus Green Bay. Uh
1: Uh-huh.
0: And I think Green Bay is going to win it.
1: I'm saying Green Bay versus Kansas City, and I think Green Bay is going to win it.
0: You think so? So you think no matter what, Green Bay's going to win it? Yeah. Yeah. Aaron we'll Rogers, see, though.
1: I mean, that's just—he's got a good Bro, Aaron
0: Rodgers, but also Tom Brady, too. But I, I still think that—like, even though Tom Brady beat the Saints yesterday, they still didn't look that good. Like, the reason that the Bucks, in my opinion, won is because Drew Brees, I think, had, like, four interceptions. Jared Cook had—like, they had, like, four or five and turnovers in the whole game. And their defense shut
1: down Kamara.
0: Yeah, that was... I mean,
1: that... I mean, Kamara's one of their biggest hit. is New Orleans, like...
0: Yeah, and I was crying yesterday because that, that messed up my DraftKings lineup, but whatever.
1: But, yeah, it's been fun. We kind of just got into football this year. I mean, really got into it. We always loved football, but...
0: Yeah, fan- so really fantasy, it started with fantasy, Yeah. But, okay, but Kansas City at Buffalo. So you have Kansas City winning that?
1: I have Kansas City.
0: See, I got Buffalo winning that because here's the thing. Let's not forget that Mahomes got hurt yesterday. <gasps>
1: No, well, it's just – so he's not going to be able to play. The, well, no, well, he might go through he, concussion protocol. Yeah, he, he,
0: he can clear the concussion protocol by then, but everybody's different. Some people can clear it in less than a week. Man, so, he looked
1: knocked. He looked a little bit knocked up. Yeah, so if Mahomes it, it is –
0: It took DeAndre Swift almost three weeks to clear the concussion protocol. If
1: Mahomes is playing, I think it's Kansas City.
0: What if Chad Henney's playing?
1: I think Chad Henney's good, but I think that – Buffalo, it's not going to be, this isn't going to be a blowout by any means. Um, I don't know. I, with think, I think a
0: lot of people sleep on Josh Allen. Well,
1: that's what I'm saying. Josh that's Allen is. That's what I'm is... saying. With Mahomes healthy, that game with Buffalo is not going to be a blowout. Like, it's going to be a close game, I think. So if Mahomes isn't in, I think Buffalo's taking it.
0: I still think Buffalo's taking it no matter what because Buffalo has a really, really good defense. Even with all the, the weapons and Patrick Mahomes, I still think that, that Buffalo is going to do enough to beat Kansas City. For the NFC, uh, Tampa Bay at Green Bay. Green Bay. I think Green Bay got yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I think, like
1: obviously, Tom Brady's the GOAT.
0: Tom Brady is the, the best of all time, but this year, Aaron Rodgers is the MVP.
1: I mean, it's not a player winning the game. It's a team. So, yeah, like I said, it's not a player winning the game. It's a team.
0: Yeah, but they got Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers. Like, they... Their offense is Robert so good. Robert
1: Tanyan. You know I love so, Robert Tanyan. But,
0: but here's the thing with the Packers, though.
1: Not only that, Marcus Valdez-Scantling uh, or whatever?
0: Marcus, Val- Marcus Valdez-Scantling. Yeah, he's really good, too. I think
1: he's good. Here's he the thing with the Packers, up. though. Yeah.
0: Here's the thing with the Packers. So all during the regular season, the Packers' defense was not that good. The thing that makes the Packers great is their offense. Like, Aaron Rodgers is pretty automatic. Devontae Adams, nobody can do anything to him. Like, he's played... If, if Jalen Ramsey and the Rams were not going to shut down Devontae Adams, then I don't think anybody's going to shut down Devontae Adams. So if Green Bay can have a defense that plays just as good as their offense... You know what they
1: say, though? They say offense wins games, but defense wins championships.
0: Yeah, and this, so that's why I think Green Bay's going to win the championship because I think that in the last few games, their defense is playing a lot better than they were
1: yeah.
0: in the regular season. I
1: agree. I think, I think Packers and, are, and are no taking offense, it. And no
0: offense to Tom Brady... But last night wasn't like the best game by the Bucks. They got they they capitalized.
1: Well, it's a close game for sure. It I mean, was.
0: They, but they capitalized on the Saints turnovers. Yeah. Like that's what it was. It wasn't that Tom Brady was airing and out and throwing it all over the Saints. Leonard Fournette had had a good game, like running and and passing. But still, I think that I think that it's gonna be a good game. I don't know how close it'll be, but I think no matter what, the the Packers will win. It'll it. be
1: fun. I'm looking forward to it. And then it. yeah,
0: I, and then I also think I I think Buffalo and Kansas City are gonna be close. But I think that Buffalo is going to end up doing enough somehow, some way to take it. To take it. But either way, they're going to be great games, and I can't wait to watch them.
1: Yeah, that's exciting.
0: Connor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier. Dustin Poirier. However you want to say it. Poirier. Uh, Saturday, January 23rd, 10 p.m. UFC <sighs> 252. So who you got? For that.
1: So when is the last fight that Conor McGregor did?
0: It was that one January 2020. So it's been it's a been year. like right at a year when he beat Cowboy. And what about Cerrone.
1: Dustin? Oh, he well
0: Dustin Poirier fights he a lot beat more Cowboy? often.
1: Cowboy, that's who he fought. Yeah, Conor. Okay, and then Dustin Poirier, what was his last fight? You know,
0: he, I, he, versus Dan Hooker. I think. I think Dustin Poirier's got it. Do you? Yeah, I think Dustin Poirier's gonna win.
1: I'm gonna go with Conor McGregor. I See, think he's.
0: I don't know. I. You can never cut Conor McGregor out, in my opinion. He's like, he's he's like Tom Brady esque. Like, just when you start to doubt him, he's gonna end up getting a first round knockout. But when it comes to Dustin Poirier, who's like one of the toughest, most badass fighters I've seen in a while, I, I think he's gonna win. I think it's gonna be a damn good fight. But also, I would not be surprised if Conor gets knocked out in like the second round.
1: I disagree. I think
0: really,
1: yeah. I mean, he's had a whole year. I mean, how long has this book uh, have, has this fight been booked? I mean, a how- months. Conor McGregor with a good training camp, time to prepare his body and his like plan. I'm sorry. Like he's still, he's like the goat. Like I think he's got it.
0: No, I, I don't disagree with you. Well, I do disagree with you because I don't think he's going to win. Um, we'll see. And it's not any disrespect to Conor McGregor. Like I think what he's done for the sport of mixed martial arts in general, he's opened up opportunities for a lot of other fighters like the ufc is on espn and i think the ufc is not where it is today without conor mcgregor but i think that he's just not at the level that some of these like top fighters are at like i don't think he'll ever be the champion again i think especially in like the lightweight division i think there's a handful of better fighters than him that could knock him out or at least beat him in a decision and i think dustin poirier is one of those fighters
1: i think it's going to be a good fight but i'm going to still put my money on mcgregor
0: okay I'll see what, what are the odds? What are the Vegas odds? I don't know yet. Let me see.
1: See, yeah. See if they have them. I'm interested to see what they think.
0: Yeah. So Vegas, as of right now, they have Conor McGregor a minus two seventy five favorite, which is pretty, see, and, and Dustin Poirier a plus two forty underdog, which is actually.
1: That's what I think too. I would go. I wouldn't bet against that.
0: That's still pretty close. If I was gonna bet on it, I would put my money on Dustin Poirier.
1: Wow. I mean, now I mean, it wouldn't be a bad fight. I mean, yeah. it wouldn't be a bad bet, but.
0: But we'll see. I think that's the thing with Connor is he doesn't fight that often anymore. He fights maybe once a year. So when he does fight, you have no idea how it's gonna go. Is he gonna be like twenty fifteen Connor McGregor and go out there and like piece this guy up and yes, be done in the first dude, round? I think or, so. or is it is he gonna be older, slower, less of a chin? Like that's the thing, is you really have no idea when it comes to Connor. Like with Dustin Poirier, Why do you I've say that? Play.
1: I mean, let's think think about like other fighters like Like, you know who we love, Nate Diaz, okay?
0: Yeah.
1: I think every single time, we know he's going to come out there, and he's going to have a chin, and he's going to fight. Like, when have we ever... And we know that because we've seen it time and time again. No matter how long he has between fights, I feel the same way about McGregor. Like, every single time he's come out there, he's like, he has a good chin. And he's always fought, and he's, like, fought hard. So, I think... um, I don't know why you like think that he, just because it's been a time that he hasn't been like going as hard as he had, you know, fighting as much as he used to.
0: I, I just think that he hasn't been fighting as much as he used to. Dustin Poirier is like kind of in the prime of his career, I feel like right now. And Dustin Poirier is like desperate and he's hungry for like a title belt. I know, but... So, I don't know. I, I still have my money McGregor's on Dustin Poirier. McGregor's
1: competitive, man, and he likes to win. He's a winner. I still like, got
0: my money on Dustin Poirier. These odds could change. Like, odds always change. So, you so, know
1: what? Yeah, I mean, like, we'll just see. I'm going to
0: check back Saturday evening and then, like, right before the the main card goes and we'll see what the, the odds are, but...
1: We'll
0: see. It, it should be a great fight no matter what. Yeah, it's going to be a great fight. Either that or it'll be, like, a first-round knockout disappointment, but... It'd be like that. Yep. Yeah. Talk about how much your life changes when you have that's kids. That's
1: exactly what I was just thinking, then, Ethan. I was like, you know what? That's exactly the topic I was hoping you were gonna say because I don't think it's talked about enough. And I think it is, but I think it's talked out. It's talked about like kind of in a negative connotation. And that's not how it should be talked about. Because I'm telling you right now, everybody's gonna tell you, oh, your life is gonna change. Like, your life is gonna change, you know, when you're pregnant with the baby. And to me, it's always said in such a negative way, a negative connotation. And no doubt about it, your life is going to change. I big mean, facts. it just is. I mean, big there's just, facts. It just is. And not, it doesn't have to be a negative thing. I mean,
0: you don't realize when these kids are awake, you especially have. Especially
1: once they start moving.
0: Yes. So whenever they're really little, like the first few weeks, the first couple months. Sleep, eat, yeah sleep yeah use the bathroom they're pretty quiet for the most part unless they're hungry um but once they start crawling and once they start like standing up and they're mobile that's when everything changes. changes that's when everything changes i cannot take my eyes off my son for i'm not even joking 10 seconds because i'll leave him in the living room on the floor and he'll be in the kitchen trying to stand up on the trash can yeah or standing up on the trash can Now he's trying to grab the microphone.
1: Say something,
0: something, Liam. Say something. No. Say something. He's trying trying to eat the microphone.
1: And also another thing I think that isn't talked about, a big change happens in your relationship. And I've always heard that kind of the saying is like, a baby's not going to fix a relationship. And... Me First of all, Ethan and I were not in that kind of situation at all. Uh, I would say our relationship was probably 99% fantastic. Uh, me and Ethan were best friends. We get along very well. Um, he knows how to handle me when I'm having stress. I know how to handle him. So our relationship was really good before the baby. But if your relationship is not fantastic before a baby, you are going to have a hard time after yeah, it. If, if it's a whole nother level of stress. If you
0: think that a baby's going to fix your marriage or fix your relationship... Let me tell you right now, you're an idiot.
1: Yeah, because Straight it's up. hard. Is, you you have to learn how to love each other now. That me and Ethan were just talking about this. We're really trying to make time for each other because we went from being best friends to binging a TV show. Doing been everything a, together, everything vacationing
0: together. together, going to the bar together,
1: day drinking,
0: watching sports, like just enjoying like true like best friends, and we still are that. But whenever you have different. a little boy to watch all the time, it changes everything because now like That's Devin's first priority. That's my first priority. Um, Whereas our priority
1: used to be each other. Yeah, each other or
0: doing whatever we wanted. Yeah. You know, sleeping in to whatever we wanted. Our
1: hobbies. Like, we had time to do those things. And so, I'm telling you right now, having a kid is, like, one of the hardest imaginable things you can do. But it's, like, you never want to stop doing it. And so, my, like, if I had to give anybody advice, like, a new parent, is be, prepare yourself mentally for changes. But... Don't those changes don't have to mean bad, it's just different, and you can, st- you know, your relationship is just gonna change. And I don't know, it's it's worth it, but don't be naive. We were naive, and
0: that's like another reason why I wanted to start this podcast is just because it's something that Devin and I can do together
1: because we, we don't get alone Some by ourselves, yeah. yeah,
0: somewhat by ourselves. Um, because there really is no alone time, and I'm not saying this to like try to talk people out of having kids because I love my son, he's the best thing in the world. But it is gonna. It 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 definitely changes your life. Like, yeah. It's it's just a different lifestyle. Like I can't. It's kind of funny because I've only been a dad for not even a year, but I can't even really remember my life, like before I had my son. Pre Yeah, pre Yeah,
1: he's beautiful though, and he's really like the light of our life.
0: Yeah, and just the biggest thing is the time. Like you really it's don't just have time. Your
1: time is different. And honestly that's with me being I'm a stay at home mom. Like I'm I'm doing schooling, but my schooling is online. And even I can't imagine, like really props to those moms who oh, work yeah. Big facts. and come home and do the mom and wife thing because I feel like my time is so spread thin with just taking care of Liam, taking care of our home and doing my school. I can't imagine adding full time work to that right now. Um so props to you guys. And yeah. props to the single moms, too. I have no parents. idea. I, I yeah. have no
0: idea. If you're a single mom and you're listening to this, I just want to say props to you because I have literally no idea how how y'all do it. Like, I have a good job. Me and Devin have a nice, like, a nice living, a nice life. But Devin's, like, a stay-at-home mom. She's able to stay at home and, like, watch Liam. I don't have to worry about taking him to daycare. I don't have to worry about paying for daycare. Keep breastfeeding. So I'm not buying formula twice a week. It's pretty much like the best case scenario and I have no idea how like a single mom that works
1: or single dad, a, single a parent, single parent yeah,
0: single parent that works five, six days a week, a full-time job, maybe a couple jobs. I have no idea. Hey, how, and we
1: see y'all. We see y'all yeah. out there like y'all are doing the thing yeah. and we're proud of you and we love you and we think yeah, you're yeah. doing a great job. Because
0: sure, I, I got friends that are single parents mm-hmm. and it's, that's, that's just really impressive to me and y'all keep doing what you're doing.
1: Um, on that note this has been real fun hopefully yeah. next time it'll be more organized maybe we'll get a full nap at a least or maybe not who
0: gives a damn I like it yeah
1: if not this,
0: this is, is what vibe. it is Yeah.
1: it's it's ironic we say there's not going to be any, any interruptions no interruptions but I promise you there's going to be a ton so we love you guys it's been fun we hope you enjoy listening if you have any feedback we're open to it if you you know maybe with our audio or our conversation style just Let us know. Help us get better. All
0: right, guys. See y'all later. Bye.